Welcome back to our 4th of July special, What Makes America Great, on 101.7 FM and... 710 Keel. I'm Stephen Parr with Conservative Ground. Louis Avaloni, also with Conservative Ground. Uh, Louis, I'm so excited about our next guest. I cannot be more thrilled. As folks, uh, if you haven't been uh, with us for the first hour, now that we're in the second hour, I just want to recap what we're doing. We are celebrating the 4th of July by asking people all over America what it is that makes America great. And we've had some good answers so far. And our next guest is Colonel Alan West. Uh, served in Congress. He served in combat for us uh, and is now uh, in, in Dallas, Texas. And involved in so many different aspects of trying to make our country even better than it already is. And just a pleasure to have you with us. Colonel West, thanks for joining us this morning. Oh, it's my pleasure. It's good to be with you all. So our question, and you're the, you're the first person who's actually served in the military that's, that's been on our show. Oh, cool. And thank you for your service, by the way. Uh, absolutely. Thank you for, for the sacrifices that you've made, and, and thank you for helping to protect our freedom. What is it that you think makes America great? Well, I think the thing that makes America great is that since the day when the uh, those men at Lexington, uh, Green, and Concord, when they answered the call of service, we continue to have young men and young women who will stand up and do as it says in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 8, that, you know, whom shall we send, who will go for us? And they continue to say, here am I, send me. And, and that is why we have, you know, Independence Day, because you had those people that stood up. And one of the great things, I'm proud to have served in the United States Army, uh, because we were there before there was a nation, before there was a flag, before there was a constitution, there was a United States Army that was started uh, June the 14th of 1775. So as long as we continue to produce these fine, upstanding young men and women, we will always be able to celebrate our Independence Day. We We'll always have this great constitutional republic we call America. And there's something that you, you've kind of uh, touched on here that I find it amazing. But since Vietnam, we have a 100% volunteer army, a volunteer military. Everybody that's there stood up, raised their hand, and said, I will go serve. It's not that they were drafted, not that they're forced to do it, but they made the decision. You made that decision when you went into the service. Well, that's that's the thing. And, you know, the all-volunteer military that we have now is a reflection of those volunteers, those uh, militiamen who were just farmers and, and everyday walk of life who, you know, stood on those battlefields of Lexington Green, stood there on Breeze Hill, Bunkers Hill, and continue to stand on Freedom's Rampart today. You know, I think about my own dad who uh, went and served this country in World War II, and he stepped up to the plate because he understood what was at stake, and, and he fought for this country at a time when this country was not living up to all of its promises, you know, for him to provide mm -hmm. him all the rights and privileges. But the, the thing that my dad taught, taught me and, and, and told me, rather, when he asked me to be the first officer in our family, he said there was no greater honor that he could have or that I could have than to wear the uniform of this great nation. And, and you know, wow. that's why... That's why we've had multiple generations out of our family that have served this great country. Yeah, and you bring up a you know a great point also is our our soldiers and our sail sailors don't take an oath to a person. They don't swear allegiance to a political party or an individual mm -hmm. state. They promise to risk their lives to protect a document, a contract, an idea, and as you alluded to, that all men are created equal. 
Yeah, you're absolutely right. We, we take the oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America, which is that thing which embodies who we are as an American republic. It is our rule of law. It has nothing to do with who's sitting in the White House, although they're the commander-in-chief, but we don't take a note to the commander-in-chief. We don't take a note to Republican, Democrats, Independent, Green Party, whatever. Every single American knows that wherever they are, uh, every soldier, sailor, airman, marine, and coast guardsman are going to be there to safeguard their freedoms and their liberties. And, and that's a very special mm-hmm. and unique relationship that you have in America is that we don't take that oath to a person. And the great thing about that oath of enlistment is that it does not have a statute of limitations. So even after you have taken that uniform off, you know, you still, you know, continue to do everything you can to serve and support that great Constitution. And for those of us that are still on this side of the green grass, it's very important that we uh, we tell the stories mm-hmm. of our, you know, fallen comrades and never let them be forgotten. And Colonel West, you, you talked about your father. Mm-hmm. And so if we might go back to your childhood, when was the day that you realized... America was something special, that this nation was worth defending. Well, my dad, you know, inculcated that in me. And my mom, who was a civilian employee for Marine uh, headquarters in Atlanta. But probably, you know, early on, I was uh, 14, 15, somewhere there. uh, And they sat me down. And my dad, who was a corporal in World War II, my older brother was a Lance Corporal Marine in Vietnam. uh, And this was about me being that first officer. And so when I put on that high school junior ROTC uniform back in 1976, um, that was a special moment. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget the, you know, the night prior, back in the day when you, I was shining my brass, you know, so that I could pass that first ever inspection I was going to have. And there was a unique pride, and, and it wasn't just a pride uh, in putting on that uniform. It was a pride that I saw in my dad's face mm-hmm. when he saw, you know, mm-hmm. his son shining his shoes, polishing his brass. And that was very special for me because uh, I knew that I was taking that first step into uh, fulfilling the challenge and the dream that my dad had for me. Colonel West, you you served in uh, Operation Desert Storm and and, uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom. You served in Congress. And and now you're the executive director and chairman of the board for the National Center for Policy uh, Analysis. Can you tell us a little bit about what what you're doing in that role and and what the uh, National Center for Policy Analysis is trying to accomplish? Sure. Uh, NCPA, National Center for Policy Analysis, has been around for 34 years. It's a conservative free market uh, policy system. Center think tank. We focus on tax, uh, health care policy, economic growth policy, entitlement reform, some energy and national security policy at the federal government level. But we also do some work on tax policy and Medicaid uh, policy at the state level. Uh, and what we try to do is look at things from the perspective of free market, free enterprise solutions, and not about, you know, everything being the, the government coming in. Uh, And I think one of the most important things that we try to do, and this is my mission to get out and and speak to people, uh, is to educate and inform the American citizenry because I think the better uh, aware and better cognizant we are of these issues and the policies and the means by which we can solve them, uh, we will be able to have good governance and we will be able to have people that are making the right type of policies that allow the American people to uh, you know, have their freedoms, have their liberties, have their individual sovereignties, grow their small businesses, and feel safe and secure. 
So that's what the NCPA does. You can visit us at ncpa.org, ncpa.org. You've mentioned a lot about your your father and, and about the the pride that goes across generations. When my father served in, in Vietnam and, and in um, uh, Operation Iraqi Freedom, he was saying that he was willing to do those things so that his sons wouldn't have to. Uh, is that also part of of why you're you're doing what you're doing? Is for not just the the previous generation, but for the next. Well, of course, that's the the greatness of America is that each generation tries to make it better or pass on something better to the subsequent generation. Uh, and and so when I think about my dad, who was the Army Corporal, the day that he stood there and pinned on second lieutenant bars on his son, I mean, and and mom on the other side, it, it was a, it was a great day for them. Uh, and so he enabled me to be able to be in that position. And in doing so, uh, I gave was a role model and example for my nephew, who is now a major in the uh, United States Army. And now my uh, youngest daughter has decided that she wants to be a commissioned officer and a nurse in the Army. Yeah, so my my daughter would be the first female and she would be uh, the fifth generation. It it is about making sure that there is better for future generations. And it's not so much that we want to say we don't want you to have to do that. I think it's great to have that legacy in a family of servants, of people willing to make commitment and sacrifice to this great nation. And there's a a pride that goes through that. Uh, I think it's great to, to be able to say that, you know, I stood on Freedom's Ramparts because I want to be able to for for you know my family members my daughters my grandkids to be able to say they knew what uh you know old man alan west stood for and uh we understand that he fought for our liberties and he stood for our liberties even after he took off his uniform colonel west i love that thank you so much for joining us happy fourth of july and and we really appreciate you being with us here today happy independence day and god bless america amen amen uh, Thank you, you. If you haven't been yeah. at one of those uh, medal, the promotion ceremonies, I went to several when my father was in the military. And when he was describing his dad being able to put on the officer's bars on him, uh, I just I got this picture because uh, for folks that haven't been there, it really is uh, such a great moment for a family to be able to see uh, their family member get promoted, uh, get recognized for what they're doing for the country. Uh, and, and it's neat to see how uh, from one family to another, it, it still holds that same type of importance. And what a proud moment yeah. for your dad. Right. You know, uh, for any father. And now his youngest, his, his daughter, daughter. talking about going Oh, in. my goodness. Isn't that great? And I just can't uh, imagine. And he's just an example of somebody that not only walks the walk. Right. Uh, or talks the talk, but walks, but walks, walks the, walk. the walk. Walks the walk. And, and he's been willing to serve in a, a variety of ways. What a, a great pleasure to have had Colonel Allen West on the show with us today. Coming up next... This next person, I believe, has been to every single city in America multiple times. And people have cheered for him whenever he's come. I know I have. Yeah. Sweet Lou Dunbar from the Globetrotters. Coming up right after this as our 4th of July celebration continues. Don't go anywhere. Fighting soldiers from the sky. Fearless men who jump and die Men who mean just what they say The brave men of the Green Beret 